0: is in this house. There was a man in the word of God in Mark chapter 9, verse 14. He says, Jesus, as the Bible said, when Jesus came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around him. The scribes disputing with them and immediately when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed. Now listen to me. And running to him, greeted him. And he asked the scribes, what are you discussing with them? Then one in the crowd answered and said, teacher, I brought you my son who has a deaf or mute, I mean, excuse me, a mute spirit. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out but they could not. How many knows without Jesus and without the anointing of God and without this is that you can't do anything on your own. You can't do anything on your own anyway, but you can't do it without that. This is that this is what he said. He answered and said to them, Oh, faithless generation. How long shall I be with you? In other words, I'm the one you need. Then they brought him to, he said, bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So we ask his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. Now watch these words. And often he has thrown him You didn't hear that. Some people read it that from childhood, he's jumped in the fire and he's jumped in the water when this hits him. But it says from childhood, he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. How many knows the thief comes but but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that they might have life. Are you alive still, church? Stay with me. Bring him to me. I love when he said that. Bring him to me. And the Bible says immediately when the boy came to him and he got in the presence of Jesus, he started to shake and quake and he started to torment the boy and it manifested. How long has this been going on, Father? From childhood, he, talking about the devil and this demon, the demon that seizes him, he has thrown him, my boy, into the fire and into the water trying to burn him and trying to drown him. Not just to scar him. Destroy means death to kill him. But sometimes you need to get your butt out of the way and sometimes you need to bring your butt into the situation. Well somebody help me. How I many know oh, some of y'all some of y'all can't get through the door that God has open because your butt's so big? Lord, I'd go butt. I'd go butt. I don't think I'm qualified. I'd give but I ain't got no money. But some of y'all need to go grab your big old butt and bring it into the situation. Because sometimes you can list all the things the devil has been doing from childhood. He has been throwing him into the water. He's been throwing him into the fire. I've been living with migraine headaches. The doctor said I got cancer. They're going to foreclose on my house. My car's about to be repossessed. Blah, 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 blah. But... How many those but turns everything around? But. If you can do anything. And that's what I heard. Have compassion on us and help us. Now wait a minute. He ain't through. Jesus said that was great what you just said. But now I got one more question. Jesus said to him. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Do I have anybody in the house that believes? If you believe, shall I believe? I said if you believe, shall I believe? You. Here's what I got to tell you then. If you just shouted, I believe. Raise your hand at me. I want to see all the hands. Look around. I want everybody to look around. Look at all these hands. Look at all these hands. See all his hands? Now I want to say to all those, just raise your hand. Nothing is impossible. All things are possible to you. That's what he said. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. But now you might be like this guy. This is one of my favorite stories in all the Bible. Because if there's anybody I can relate to, it's this man. He says, all things are possible to him do believe. Verse 24. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Oh, did y'all hear that? How many is thankful that Jesus didn't throw him away? when he realized that I'm so tired I'm wore out I'm battle weary I'll just tell you God with every bit I got left I'm believing but I also know this devil's too big for just the faith that I've got so God I need you to make up the gap I need you to make up the gap God I'll give you everything I got but I need you to step in I need you to step in and take what I got and put your faith with my faith Do you know one of the nine gifts of the Spirit is called the gift of faith? How do you get the gift of faith when you already got faith from the Word of God? The gift of faith is God's faith. It's supernatural God faith. It comes in agreement and comes on the faith that you have renewed in your mind from the hearing of the Word of God. But sometimes we need God. And that man was able to recognize it. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Have you ever been there? I've been there. I've been there thousands of times. I've been there thousands of times when the preacher said, son, do you believe? Just believe. Raise your hands right now. God's going to do it right now. God's going to do it. And inside of me, and even with my mouth, I'm saying, God, I believe. But inside I'm going, God, I've been here so many times and it didn't happen. I'm just being real with you, God. I'll give you everything I got, but I'm scared it's not going to happen again. Are you thankful that God doesn't throw you away when your faith is weak but you give him everything you got? Now, now listen. This is awesome. Listen to this. Lord, I believe would help my mom believe I love this next verse. And when Jesus saw that the people came running together. Let me tell you what that means. That means that they had seen this boy manifest before and they had tried to hold him down. But that demon was so powerful that it overshadowed the the people trying to hold him down. They knew that boy was about to be destructive. Because how many knows the devil never, ever, ever, it's never his will to just throw you in the fire and you in the water. He wants to throw you in the fire. And while you're going in the fire, he wants you to grab some others and pull them in the fire with you. He wants, he wants, they don't want to just take you down. He wants to take you down and everybody else that's around you. Are you hearing me? How many of us, that's why they call, say, misery loves company. When you're miserable, all you want to do is drag other people into your misery. So Jesus looked up while that boy is just convulsing and foaming at the mouth. He sees that they are coming to deal with him in their own way. And to pull him away from Jesus. Huh? What, let me read it again. When Jesus, was, it's a trigger. Something triggered in the, in the spirit of Jesus. Jesus is teaching. He's teaching about belief. He's teaching about unbelief. He's, he's, he's speaking to the heart of a broken father. And all of a sudden, a sense of urgency comes on him. Let's look at it again. When Jesus, because he got what's with Lord, I believe, help mom believe. It is in the nature of Jesus, he would have normally come right back behind that and taught the Father a principle. Are you hearing me? He's in the middle of a teaching, but he looks up and he sees the masses coming to try and pull him out of his miracle. And when Jesus saw the people. Running together. He rebuked the unclean spirit. He said, I'm not letting you go this time, you devil. Oh, they think they're about to deal with you, but I'm going to show you how to deal with you. The Bible said he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, not to the boy. How many knows when we cast out devils, we don't rebuke the person. We rebuke the devil. He rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you deaf and dumb spirit, I command you. Are you thankful for it that he didn't suggest? Are you thankful that he didn't say, you know what? If it's the Lord's will. Come on. How many of us, when you get under anointing like I'm under right now, I ain't going to pray no if it's the Lord's will over prayer over you, baby. I'm going to tell that devil to go. I ain't going to pray some mamby-pamby prayer. Oh, we'll pray and see what the Lord does. You get up in front of me or around me right now or when I'm under this kind of anointing, I ain't messing with the devil. You deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, go to counseling. I command you, go get the latest preacher's book and read it and it'll help you. He didn't even command him to go to a church service. He just commanded him to come out. He said, come out of him. Oh, and here's the key. Come out of him and enter him no more. Hallelujah. Some of y'all got free of the solid rock church service, went back home and invited that devil back in on Tuesday afternoon. I'm telling that devil to come out of you and come back in you no more. Whom the Son has set free is you lay a habit down in this altar. Don't stop by the grocery store on your way home or the gas station on your way home and tempt the devil. Tempt, the, tempt yourself. That's right. Drive on past the place because you're free. You need help? Call somebody in this church and tell them to pray for you. Declare. Get up every day call the things that are not as though they were. If you feel DTs or if you feel addiction or you feel a desire to go back, rebuke that devil and tell it to go. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed in him greatly, and came out of him. Now watch this. And he became as one dead, so that many said, he is dead. Can I tell you something? I looked up the word dead. And do you know what it means? Dead. Dead. So here's the reality. He wouldn't like he was dead. He probably died. Because the crowd didn't just look at him and say he was dead. They determined that he was dead. Who knows? I don't know for sure. But all I know is this. Watch the pattern and see if this sounds familiar. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him up and he arose. Does that sound familiar? When Peter stood at the gate called beautiful, all he was doing was mimicking and reminding himself of this moment. He said, this is the way my master did it, so I'm gonna do it. The difference was, Jesus didn't have to call on nobody, but Peter did. Peter did the same thing Jesus did, but he did it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is still doing miracles. Y'all know what next Sunday night is? Miracle service, miracle service. Next Sunday night at 6 p.m., it's miracle service. When you walk in Sunday night, On all three screens, you will see three words. Expect a miracle. You need to, this entire week, you need to talk about your miracle working church you go to. You need to talk about how God's doing miracles in this house. Huh? Tell him about the man who was deaf in one ear for 13 years and God healed him. Tell him about the woman who lost her breath and was panicking because she couldn't breathe at all and was about to call the emergency room to come and get her. But the people of God prayed and breath came back into her lungs. Tell them about the man who in January was told by the doctors, by March and April, you'll be in a wheelchair. Not only is he not in a wheelchair, not only is he not walking with a cane, not only is he not walking with a walker, but but miracle service last month, he ran around this building, and I've watched him praise already all over this house this morning, walk up here and drop an offering down on his own without assistance. Tell them about a woman. Tell them about a woman that the doctor said was gonna to have to have pins in her neck and pins in her back, was gonna to have to have surgery that was gonna put her down and she wasn't even gonna be able to hold her grandbaby. Tell her about that woman who took off in the power of God and ran around this building like she was 20 years old. Tell me God's not working miracles. You can't make that stuff up. When the doctor tells you, you can't even hold your grandbaby unless you have major surgery and you sprint around this building and you're shouting in this house today. Listen, your mind cannot do that. You can't make that up. You can't get caught in emotion and just do that. Even if you do for one night, A lot of times it's back the next day. But I'm talking about miracles that happened and they didn't go back. But watch this. Even if they did go back, don't you give up. Huh? Don't you give up. Because there might be more at play than you think. There might be demonic attack beyond the sickness. How many knows there's a difference between sickness and infirmity? Are you hearing me? Sickness is a medical thing of the physical realm. An infirmity is a spiritual attack that manifests as a physical sickness. Am I preaching right today? Can I tell you, sometimes this has happened to some of y'all. You go to doctor after doctor after doctor, and they do every test, and they can't find out anything wrong with you, and they look at you like you're crazy. But you know something's going on. If you ever been there, can I tell you the first thing I've learned to do? If the doctor, even if the doctors do diagnose it, you still do this. But especially if the doctors cannot identify it, then you need to understand that's an infirmity. And you need to rebuke that devil and tell that devil to go. Faith. There's faith in this house. So faith is evidence, confidence that the thing we desire to happen is absolutely going to happen. And when you got evidence, that means you got tangible something. If you're in a court of law, they'd say, Your Honor, I want to submit into evidence. Exhibit A, 52 days unto elevate conference. I have evidence of it because my pastor put it on the front and he wouldn't lie to me. Here it is. And plus the calendar confirms it. Here is evidence. Even if the judge didn't believe that in 52 days you was going to have an elevate conference, He could pick up that worship God and look at it and say, well, it says 52 days into Elevate Conference. Is your pastor here? Yeah, he is here. He's a witness pastor. Could you stand up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Your honor. It says here 52 days into Elevate Conference. Is that correct? Can you tell me the day of Elevate Conference It's October 16th? Clerk. Is that right? Clerk comes back and says, well, in 52 days, it's October 16th. That is correct. I admit this evidence into the case It is undeniable that in 52 days, whether you believe it or not, whether you come or not, whether you write a book about whether I'm crazy, I believe in some nursery rhyme or not, it doesn't matter what you say, the evidence says otherwise. Now, faith is unseen, but when you allow it to operate in your life, no one else can see it and they can mock you. But they can't take it from you. Because you have it in your hand and in your spirit. They would say, well, there's no way. There's no way. I don't care. It don't make sense. It's not natural. It's not logical. It's not rational what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but all I know is I've seen it. I've walked it. I live it. And I can feel it. Jesus, did you hear the woman of God? They can't take it, but if you're not careful, if you listen to that crap, you will drop it and you will lose it. That's a word. I'm telling you what, we a tag team, y'all. Y'all don't even know what's about to happen. She's already preached. I just come behind her and tagged her today. Look at your neighbor and tell me, you better have faith. If you ain't got faith, you know what you are? Faith without works is what? Dead. Look at your neighbor and tell him, don't be dead. I'm going to give you three points and I'm going to pray over you and then we're going home. Actually, I ain't going home. I'm going to Atlanta, Georgia to hear Bishop Clint Brown preach tonight. When I leave here tonight, I'm headed to Atlanta to come see you, Bishop. Y'all know I'm anointed right now. Let, let me tell you. No, no, no. Y'all don't know what I'm about to say. I'm anointed because my grandbaby is here, and I'm supposed to brought her on the stage to show y'all there's still time. Would y'all like to see my grandbaby? Alex, go get my grandbaby and my daughter. Go get her. Go get her. Bring her up here. While she's gone, while she, he's gone to get her, let me say a couple of things. Faith, everybody say faith. If we're going to be a miracle church that believes in miracles, we got to have faith. You got to have faith in every level of of your life, including your finances, including your family, including the environment in which you live. Turn the TV off and quit listening to what the talking heads are trying to tell you about this country, it will suck the faith out of you. We try, we try to watch the news now, and it'll be. I'll be in the kitchen while it's on, and Sandy will yell, Please turn that mess off. It's killing me. We can't do it. We can't even watch it because it's the same. And I don't care if it's CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News, either one. They're all the same. They're all peddling crap. It. Yeah. Tell it like it is. Well, God, you just talked against Fox News. You just talked against CNN. But one of them three is your favorite. If you got upset about that, you got a problem. I'm trying to tell you right now where you need to get a report is right here. I'm not calling you to be stupid and dumb and not know be able to know what's going on these days and these times. Be wise as a serpent, but harmless as a dove. But watch it because they're trying to take your faith from you. Romans 10, 17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing what? Word of God. Now listen to this. James 2, 26 says faith without works is dead. But then the Bible tells us there's, a, there's another level of faith that can be built up in addition to by reading the word of God. That's first. That's how we fight the devil. It is written. It is written. It is written. The Bible tells us in Jude 1.20, but you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Sometimes I don't know what to say. But my spirit man's got faith, y'all. My spirit man's got faith. So my spirit man can be praying in a, in a, in a language that I cannot, be, cannot be uttered. Now, somebody say faith. You say, well, where does faith start? The Bible tells us that he has given to every man a measure of faith. Now, there's a big debate on what that measure of faith is, but I'm going to tell you what Larry Ragland's unauthorized definition of a measure of faith is, that I've been preaching for 20-plus years. It's simple. Just enough faith. To believe in a God you cannot see. Because on your own, without a God inserted mustard seed of faith, you would never believe in a God you couldn't see. Because it goes against human nature. But even the atheist has it there. Because the moment that the sperm penetrated the egg and life began, and you heard me say life began, didn't you? At conception. Here's how I know life. Whether you you can debate with me all I want to, because there's nowhere in the Word of God where God says at a certain trimester, He inserts a purpose and a destiny and a soul. Mm -hmm. So at conception, there is a measure of faith that at a certain age of a child, I look at my grandbaby, she's so innocent. When I'm holding her and talking to her and she's looking at me, she's so innocent. That's the innocence of a child. They're born into this world with an innocence. But every one of us was a baby. Never one of us had to grow up, and at some point we had to make a decision whether we was going to believe in God or not. Where did that come from? That came from that measure of faith. But here's the powerful thing that you need to hear. That measure of faith is the mustard seed. That tells me that at the second a person becomes a believer. He has enough faith to move mountains. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be in church for years. Because that second Jesus said, if you have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, you can speak to that mountain, tell that mountain to be removed be cast into the sea, and it shall be done. Come on, are you hearing me? Amen? All right. What a day. If you're here today and you need prayer, If you need to give your life to Christ, you need some things in your life that there's some things in your life that you need to get right with the Lord. I just, right there where you're at, will you just raise your hands all over this house? Come on, just raise your hands if you need prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus come on you just begin to pray right there where you're at too Father in the name of Jesus I thank you Lord for these hands that are raised God they represent so many needs today God there's so much faith in this house God so much faith Lord we don't have to work anything up God Lord it is here Lord it is here Lord so God we just pray Lord first and foremost if there's anyone here that doesn't know you as Savior Lord that they would just say with their mouth Jesus forgive me of my sins come into my heart and save me you got to say that for yourself I can't say it for you just ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins if you you're here today, and, they're, and you're maybe backslidden in your walk with God. You've known the Lord, but but then you just sort of walked away from your relationship. Just say these words or something like this. Jesus, I, I want to come back to you, Lord. Forgive me for the path that I went down. Lord, help me. Restore into me the joy of my salvation. I'm ready to walk with you, Lord. I'm ready to walk with you, Lord. If you need a miracle in your body, if you, you're hurting, you, need, you have a pain, you have a diagnosis, just put your hand wherever that sickness is. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, I rebuke that pain right now i rebuke that sickness in the name of jesus father we declare lord right now that by the stripes of jesus you are they are healed god they are healed father we believe in miracles in this house faith is here there is faith in this house for that miracle we command the pain to go we command the the stiffness the soreness to go in the name of jesus in the name of jesus now, if you believe God for a miracle, I want you to do something that you used to couldn't do if you can. Test it if you can. Test something if you can, and just see that miracle. That's an act of faith. That's an act of faith. Do it. Twist it. If you stand up, if you need to bend over, if your back is the issue, get out in the aisle and bend over. Test it. It's an act of faith. It's a declaration that a miracle just happened in your life. I see people doing it right now. Thank God. Test it right now. Test it. Test it right now. Test it right now. Hallelujah 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 church if you were here at the miracle service the last one we had it was incredible we did one song on the screen then we called some people up here and then we released them and in 20 minutes into a service with no workup no hype miracles begin to drop out of heaven i'm telling you That pales in comparison to what is going to happen next Sunday night. I'm telling you, we may even see a glory cloud manifest in here. Do you know what happened to me? On on the very next Sunday or last last Sunday, if you were here, the glory fell. But we have one week, y'all, to a miracle service next Sunday night. I'm charging everybody in this building. Don't be crazy that it scares people to death. Just be real and start talking to people today and certainly throughout the week at school and at work and say, listen, if you need a miracle, it is unbelievable. Pastor's not up there blowing on people and having some kind of service where it's all about him. And it looks like, no, no, it is all about Jesus In His glory, it is not about any person, but miracles are happening at my church. And I'm not asking you to leave your church if they go to church. This is not about trying to recruit you. This is me telling you that if you need a miracle, come to this service with me next Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Come on. Amen. 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 Because our heart is to take what is happening and not just encounter and experience it in this house for the people of this house but to bless other people other pastors other churches where they can take that fire back to their church and say to their leaders and their friends we can believe god for miracles here god is still doing miracles i've seen miracles why can't they happen here amen amen